Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, distributed them. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The wonderful miracle related in today's gospel illustrates the sympathy of our Lord towards those in need of bodily nourishment. But it was also intended by our Savior to be a symbol of a far greater miracle. He was planning to work soon for the nourishment of men's souls by giving them his own body and blood in the Blessed Sacrament. Indeed, it was on the day following the miracle of the multiplications of the loaves that we just heard that our Lord first spoke of the Holy Eucharist, making this sublime promise, the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. Now, our Lord performed many miraculous deeds while he lived on earth. He healed the sick, he restored sight to the blind, he fed large multitudes with a small amount of food, he raised the dead to life. So he pointed to these miracles as God's testimony of the truth of the doctrine he was preaching. And so his teachings must have the approval of the Almighty. And so they must be true. The miracle of the multiplication of the food through divine power of our Savior is related only twice in the Gospels. But the miracle whereby his priest, in his name, changes bread and wine into Christ's body and blood, takes place thousands of times every day in all parts of the world. Those who benefited by the miracle of the multiplication of the loaves were only a few thousand persons. But since the establishment of the church on earth, millions and millions of our Lord's followers have received spiritual nourishment through Holy Communion. And so it's true, it is a sublime truth that the same Christ who is in heaven at the right hand of the Father is also present in the Holy Eucharist. He himself, the eternal truth, clearly proclaimed this doctrine. It was about a year before his death. He announced to the great throng, my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. And then we all know on the night before he has died, he assembled his apostles around him at the supper in the upper room and then taking the bread, he said those words of consecration, this is my bread, this is my body, this is my blood for the forgiveness of sins. Now, could any words express more clearly the doctrine of our Lord's real presence in the Holy Eucharist? I think it's a sad commentary on the faith and the fervor of any Catholic if he or she allows months and even years to pass without receiving Holy Communion. We should not deprive their body of the food that needs to maintain their strength. But he doesn't hesitate to deprive the soul of the spiritual nourishment it can receive so abundantly from partaking of the divine food of our Lord's body and blood. A person may go to Mass with great regularity, but does that person not seem to realize that the full participation in the Holy Sacrifice 
calls for the faithful to join with the priest in partaking of the victim of the same sacrifice. You know, if a Catholic does not receive Holy Communion at least once a year in the Easter season, with no extenuating circumstance, that person is living in mortal sin. Even if it fulfills this minimum requirement, a person like that will find it very difficult to avoid grave sin when approaching the altar only once a year. That's why every practical Catholic will receive Holy Communion at least once a week on Sunday. The Holy Eucharist is the greatest of all the sacraments, and so it is known as the Blessed Sacrament. In this sacrament are contained reality, the truth, and substantially the living body and blood of Jesus Christ, together with his soul and divinity. Our Lord, we know, is present under the species of the accidents of bread and wine. Now, as a sacrifice, the Holy Eucharist is the renewal of the sacrifice of the cross. And as a sacrament, it provides our soul with spiritual nourishment. The wonderful event related in today's gospel of the miraculous feeding of the multitude by our Lord is a very appropriate figure, a sign, a symbol, a prefiguring of the blessed sacrament whereby all Catholics throughout the world are nourished by Christ's own flesh and blood. Imagine if you had been one of the multitude who actually had benefited by the miracle related in today's gospel. You would surely have felt highly favored. But all of us have a greater privilege in the opportunity to take part in our Lord's own body and blood. So why not make the intention today to receive Holy Communion from this day, Laetare Sunday, every day, all the way up to Easter. This is the proximate preparation for Easter. Daily Mass would be a great boon for you. We should be most grateful, you know, to God for giving us so many proofs of the divine origins of the truths of our Catholic faith both at the time when Christ preached them and in all the subsequent centuries when they've been proclaimed by the church. My dear friends, we should show our gratitude in the way we live. And the way we live is to live a practical Catholic life, and that always involves Holy Communion. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.